This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance DeScott. Welcome everyone to the Drop Podcast. As always, I am your host, Lance Descott. Let's get right into it, guys. The Blues going on a road trip, an important road trip. It's great to get these road games out of the way early. That way when those dog days start coming, when you're going to lose a couple games in a row, you can look back and to yourself and say, hey, I'm glad we won those games at the beginning of the season. The Blues, we know, already played Pretty good against Pittsburgh. Carried most of that game until late. And then, uh, you know, there was a few hiccups in the first uh, period of that game. Then the Blues uh, controlled Dallas until late. Uh, They really dominated them. And Jake Allen was just great in both of those games. So coming in against the Islanders today, they wanted to start out very well and end very well. Have a full 60 minutes of strong puck control, uh, defensive control getting the puck out of their end quickly, stopping up the neutral zone and keeping the puck and the Islanders end. Would they do that? Well, let's go ahead and get into the highlights to see. Uh, It's great before we get into the highlights. Number one, uh, I forgot to say this. Sorry about that. Um, The Islanders are coached by a former blue. Yeah. Dougie Waite. We wish Dougie the best. I think he's got that team on the right track. I think they're going to compete in that Easter conference. It's going to be tough for them. But I think they're going to be better than last year, and I think they're going to make the playoffs. I think they're going to come in at probably a fifth seed, sixth seed. But I think they're going to be better. And uh, with a guy like Dougie behind the bench, I I know the players don't call him that, but uh, with a guy like Doug White behind the bench, you know they can't be wrong. Class act while he played for the Oilers and the Blues. And, you know, just a a great, great guy, great NHL career, and uh, just a nice all-around guy. That's enough love for Doug Waite. Let's stop it right there. <laughs> anyway, um, the first period would start out. Neither team really looked great. Uh, neither team really wanted to take control during the first period. Not a lot of real highlights to go over, so I don't have really much from that period besides to say a little back and forth, but no team really took control of that period. No team had great, great scoring chances. Uh, Jake Allen stood strong. strong. Uh, Grice stood strong for the Islanders on what chances each team had. But uh, in between that second intermission, I think Doug Waite said something to his players because they came out and really put the pressure on early in the second period against Jake Allen. But as Jake was in the other two games, he was stellar to keep them off the board and to keep the Blues in this game early in the second. And then for Casey Zizekas. He comes in with Hosang two-on-one. And a shot and a save by Jake Allen. Unders Lee. Then Gunnarsson battle. In front, Tavares, wide open. Saved by Jake Allen and cleared down the ice. The Islanders looking good and putting some pressure on the Blues D and Jake Allen early in that second period. And they all had to be strong. I mean, they had to be sharp. And Jake made some quality saves. There are some very, very good saves to keep the Blues in this game. Without Jake in that second period, it was not going to happen. There's no way 
that uh, the Blues would have gotten out of the second period or to the middle of the second period uh, without allowing any goals. Jake was just awesome. Uh, because Jake played well, it gave the Blues some opportunity to come back and build some momentum and get a goal about halfway through the second period. And guys, this is a great goal by Vladimir Tarasenko. This is why I think this guy is going to score 50 to 55 goals. You can disagree with me. I don't care. I think this is going to be his first of many 50-goal seasons. How about Joel Farnsworth's wife babysat him? Exactly. <laughs> and now Tarasenko in a backhander. He scores! Tarasenko! What a shot. It's one nothing. A spin around backhander underneath the pad of the goaltender. And boy, does that lift you up and deflate the opposition when they had that many chances with the man advantage. And one of the few times in this period, they're down at Thomas Grice's end, just as Mike Yo is pumping up the squad after the penalty kill and the commercial timeout. A little three-on-three -three down low, but a spin-around as he gets away from Jordan Eberle and surprises the goaltender. Backhand pass from Stassi to buy some time. Great pass to Tara Sinker from Stasny, but I'm going to give all the credit for this goal, 98% of it to Tarasenko. He was on the stick side of Grice and just did a wicked, wicked turnaround and then a backhand. Grice had no idea, no idea where that puck was coming from or where it was going, and the Blues get up one to nothing. Guys, I hope you got to see that live or at least go back and check out the video. Awesome awesome goal by Vladdy Tarasenko. That would be a second goal of the season. Uh, Stasny gets his third assist. Stasny's been playing very well, dishing that puck off to people, getting assist. Nice to see that from Paul Stasny. Nine minutes and 38 seconds into the second. The Blues take a one to nothing lead after really weathering the storm of a power play that the Islanders had, and they just could not uh, capitalize on it. And uh, like Panger said there, uh, Coach Mike was building them up after that penalty kill saying, hey guys, great job. Let's go out there and get one now. And they definitely got that one. And they take the lead. About six minutes later, the Blues would be on a power play and Vladimir Tarasenko was not done. You know that signature goal and you know that signature shot from right around the face-off circle somewhere between them hash marks and uh, the top of that circle. Right side, left side, I don't care. This guy finds it, and Vladdy gets his third goal of the year, second goal of the night, power play goal at 15:34 to give the Blues a two to nothing lead late in the second period. Shen again, Tarasenko again, far side now for Schwartz across to Tarasenko. Shoots, he scores! What a rocket by Tarasenko! A power play goal, and it's two nothing. That's the sequence they're looking for right there, and the key is the quick one-touch pass by Petrangelo on the point. He played it over to Shen. Once he got it back, he walks the line a little to the right, but then he plays it back to the left. And what a pass over to the most dangerous player on the ice, and that's Tarasenko. Darren, I would not be surprised if they challenge us for offside. Again, I had a great angle, and we'll see if they do. Okay. Yeah, Doug Waite did challenge it. And you know what? I don't think it was conclusive either way. It could have went either way. I mean, it was close. It was that close within about eight inches, I would say, maybe less, uh, to being offsides or being onsides. So they took a look at it and they decided, well, you know, sorry, uh, the Islanders, it's a good goal. You know, the video proof uh, evidence does not uh, disprove the goal. So the goal stands and you're going to get a penalty. The Blues put some pressure on Grice in that, uh, in that next power play, but they weren't able to get anything past him. 
and he stood strong like he needed to to keep his team in the game. So after two periods, the Blues are up two to nothing, looking good. Strong second period for the Blues after the first couple of minutes uh, when the Islanders really took it to them and had some good power play opportunities. But the Blues and Jake Allen weathered that storm and were able to get two goals uh, from uh, Tarasenko at the 9-minute, 38-second mark and at somewhere between the 15- and 16-minute mark of that uh, second period. So we're up 2 to nothing going into the third. The Blues would come out, and they would actually put some pressure on Grice, and he would have to make a few good saves, including this one, to keep this game close enough to where the team might be able to come back. Mayfield shot prior off the pass by Jake Allen. Tarasenko will put it into a foot race, and Kuhlman will get there just ahead of Sabotka. But a turnover as Hickey lost it. They throw it Sabotka in front. Mayfield with a good stick. And then Grice diving back. Able to keep it out. A great, great diving play uh, by Grice on Sabotka. Sabotka had an open net, tried to put it up high. Grice dive, dove across the crease there and just got that puck down, knocked it down a little bit, and really robbed Sabotka. It could have very easily been three to nothing. The Islanders, after this point, I thought carried a lot of the play in the third period and looked very well and put pressure on Jake Allen. And, you know, Jake's human. I mean, my goodness, she faced 35, 40 shots every game. You're going to have some go through that are not your fault. And uh, I would definitely say this goal was not his fault. He was screened a little bit. And uh, the former Blackhawk and former former Winnipeg Jet, uh, Andrew Ladd, gets the Islanders back in this game and makes it a 2-1 to one game in the third period. You ready to play in the National Hockey League? Jamera on the cycle to Ladd. Ladd shoots, scores! Traffic in front of Jake Allen. And the Islanders finally get one through. It's a 2-1 game, 6.56 to go on the goal from Andrew Ladd. And when you watch this particular replay with Andrew Ladd, watch the hesitation. He gets the puck, he takes a little look, he recognizes that Dunn is in front of him. He can't quite get the shot away. Good cycling by the Islanders. Ladd, and then Dunn, watch the hesitation. Wait, wait, wait. Just clears his feet just a little bit and then snaps it all the way over the corner. Andrew Ladd, the wily vet, the guy that knows how to score goals. But look at the hesitation. Dunn moved to his right just a little bit, and that's all Andrew Ladd needed. The Islanders are expecting some good things from Andrew Ladd. They really need him to play well for them to be successful. He's had some success with, of course, the Blackhawks and, as I said, the Winnipeg Jets. They need him to be that 15 to 20 goal guy that's going to get them some goals in that area, maybe a few more. And that shot last night, he knew when to take the shot. There was so much traffic in front of Jake. There's no way Jake is going to see that. No way at all. If 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 Jake stops that, it's it's by sure luck, because he did not get a beat on that. He was in the cur- he took the correct angle to the to the shot, but it just got past him. That would be uh, Andrew Ladd's first goal of the year. Uh, Nelson gets an assist in. Uh, Chimera gets uh, an assist his second. Uh, that would be at 13 minutes and four seconds in of the third period. And this is a game again, guys. And uh, the Islanders really took it to the Blues after this. It, I'm a little worried after what's happened with Pittsburgh and them coming back. Uh, you know, the Dallas Dallas was able to come back after being down uh, three to nothing, and then three to one, and then four to one, and then four to two. The Blues really need to have a little concerted effort on the defensive side late in these games to close these games out because that type of game, when you're allowing teams to get back into it, it can really wear you out down the road. So let's hope the Blues can correct that problem. As I said, the Islanders put pressure on and they weren't done. They were going to take this game 
and hopefully get it to, to overtime. And Andersley got them a goal with just around a minute left to tie this one up at two apiece. Upshaw steers it around the boards. Extra attacker is on. Everly to Hickey with a shot. Save, rebound, score! Thomas Grice down low. He was going to freeze it, couldn't freeze it, kept it alive. And then it was Nick Lenny with his speed is able to get the puck all the way off the ice. And there was a puck retrieval. Lenny gets it in, and then there's good pressure on the St. Louis Blues. Upshot throws it all the way around. Hickey's able to get a nice pass, gets to the net, and guess who's in front of the net? Anders Lee. Anders Lee ties this one up on some hard work right in front of the net. Initial shot, uh, Jake had, but he got the rebound. Anders Lee did and put it past Jake to tie this one up at two apiece late in the third. That would be his first goal. Hickey gets an assist, his first, and Eberle, some hard work on that play, gets his second assist 19 minutes in to the third with just a minute left. Nothing happened after that, so we're going to overtime. And, uh, hey, nothing much happened after that. The teams each had some opportunities. And we're done after five minutes of overtime. We're going to a shootout, guys. And as always, the home team has a choice. You want to go first or second? And I've not seen this in a long time, and uh, Darren Pang brought this out. I don't think, actually, I've ever seen a team go second that's the home team. But that's what Doug Waite decided. And uh, Braden Shin would get it in past Grice to give the Blues a one to nothing edge in the shootout. So it's Shen against Grice in the shootout. Shen walks in and he scores. Boy, he made that look easy. He has got a wicked curve on that left-handed stick of his. The Blues go up in the shootout one to nothing. Not much Grice could have done about that. Braden Shen had him beaten pretty, pretty easily, pretty sound. He really faked him out pretty good. Uh, coming up for the Islanders would be Jordan Eberle. He was not able to get it past Jake Allen. And coming over the board for the Blues for their second shot and the third overall of the shootout would be none other than Vladimir Tarasenko. And I'm sure Grice knows it. And here he comes down the far side, Tarasenko. And he scores, rips it, glove side, and it's 2-0. Well, he crossed him up, Darren. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That kid in that the was... net, out of the net like you read about. Just going down the right side looking, and he says, John Kelly probably thinks I'm going stick side. Wicked, wicked shot by Tarasenko. Nothing anyone can do. Well, I don't care if you're Grice. I don't care if you're Mark Andrew Fleury. I don't care who the heck you are. I don't care if you're Carey Price. There's not much you're going to do with Vladimir Tarasenko in that instance. And the Blues go up in the shootout, two goals to none. They are down to their last hope, Anthony Beauvillier. And this guy is a pretty good scorer. He comes in on Jake Allen, and Jake would make a huge save to give the Blues the win. And Bavillier must score to keep it going. Here he comes, and a save, and the Blues win it in a shootout. Allen with the save, and the Blues win in a shootout and go to 3-0. Jake Allen was big in the game, and Tarasenko was big in the game, and that's who won it for the Blues. Uh, the Islanders tried to come back, but they just couldn't quite get over that hump. They tied it at two, but couldn't get that win in overtime or in the shootout. And the Blues go to 3-0 and on this year and uh, looking pretty good. I think they're giving up too many shots, though. Let's go ahead and go over the stats. The Blues improved to 3-0 and and with the win. The Islanders uh, go to 1-1-1. One, one, and one. 
The Islanders also had 42 shots on goal and the Blues 35. Power play, the Islanders were 0 for 6. The Blues were 1 for 6. Faceoffs, 50 to 50. Each team won 50%. Tarasenko got two goals, his second and third. Stasny had an assist. Petrangelo had an assist. Schwartz had an assist. Shen had the shootout winner. And uh, Jake Allen uh, makes 40 saves. Ladd got a goal for the Islanders. Lee got a goal for the Islanders. Chimer got an assist. And Hickey got an assist. And Grice, who really didn't play bad, had 33 saves. You know, I the Blues, from looking at these games, they need to cut down on these shots. You can't allow 40-some-odd shots every game and expect to win. You just cannot do it. So hopefully they'll address that. I'm sure they are. They, you know, Even though you win, you've got some things to work on, and that would be one of them. Another one in my mind would be they need to really, really cut down on these teams coming back. There's something that they're doing that's not that's allowing these teams to come back. Now, I know some people are going to say, well, teams are going to pressure you and pressure hard, and there's nothing you can do. Well, yeah, you can do something about it. You can uh, change things up a little bit with your defensive scheme and uh, try to get the puck out of your end a lot quicker. And the Blues just weren't able to do that late in the game last night, and it resulted in the Islanders taking it to an uh, overtime and then a shootout. Why don't we go ahead and hear from uh, uh, Coach Mike uh, Tarasenko and uh, Jake Allen, not necessarily in that order. Uh, I think Jake's going to go first, and then uh, uh, Vladimir, and then uh, Coach Mike, and we'll hear what they thought about the the hard-fought win the Blues had against the Islanders in the first one on this four-game East Coast road trip. You know, first, uh, well, second road game, I guess, but, you know, first real road trip. You know, want to get off to a good start. And, uh, you know, we had a, had a lead. We just, you know, we got to find ways to keep those leads. You know, it's happened the last couple of games. And uh, we got the win. It was two big two points for us. But, uh, you know, got to take some things away and focus on tomorrow. You saw a lot of, sh- lot of shots, 39 shots total. You know, saw a lot of shots in that third period. Yeah, you know, they threw a lot at us. They were down a couple goals. That's you know what they had to do. And you know, they pressed hard. They got a good offensive team. Um, you know, they uh, they had some good shifts there and some good momentum. And you know, we limited and tried to slow it down as much as we could. I mean, say in the third period there, by your crease. I don't know if you remember the play. Uh, the puck was loose and you kind of like smothered it and kind of squeezed it by the door. For you already blew the whistle. Remember that? Yeah, I, I had it there. Everly just kept whacking at me in my hands, and your hands aren't as strong as a stick. So eventually, the puck's going to come through. Uh, no, I don't think that was a purposeful shot. I think it just must have been traffic or something. I don't know. It went through. It. Yeah, it's rarity. I think he was just trying to throw it to the net for a rebound, and that's what happens at times. You know. Especially teams big that five on three for you guys to stop that. Yeah. You know, that was limit their momentum. Just uh, keep them to the outside. I thought our guys did a good job, and you know uh, they got some talented players over there. If you can limit limit their sp- time and space, you know it, it gives us a better chance. Did you feel that five on three kind of turned the momentum your way? Uh, you know, they still had it for a few minutes after that, but it gave us a chance to get it back. You know, it, if, you know, they would have got a couple goals on that, I think, you know, tides could have turned heavily in their their favor. And, uh, you know, we killed it off. It was it's the objective of that. And, you know, it was slowly we got momentum back after a few minutes and, you know, uh, you know got another couple goals after that. Give me momentum. You guys had the momentum at the beginning of the game. It seemed like the ice was tilted in, your, in, in, the, in their direction. Yeah, I think at the start we had a good start. You know, I think that's what we want to focus on every game is uh, no matter who we're playing is get pucks in deep, forecheck, pressure them and you know I think that's what we're at our best we had a quick team quick group up front and you know when they're putting pressure on the other teams you know defensemen early in the game it gives us uh, gives us momentum. Jake I know that uh, 3-0 doesn't surprise you guys in here but what's it say about you guys with the injuries to get off this start, start? Just like I said last year you know I think guys are just t- taking advantage of their opportunities you know you, you never know when your chance is going to come up again and 
Uh, right now, there's some big opportunities for guys in our lineup. You know that that might not have had them at the start of the year if we had all the bodies. So I think guys realize that and they're taking advantage of it. You know, I think in this league, it's uh, if you don't take advantage of opportunity, you might not get another one. And uh, I think that's huge right now. And I think some of the young guys are realizing that and playing well. You like switching that backhand. Uh, I'm a little surprised to see you try that move. Mm, you can try same move all the time. So you know it's uh, you really should backhand, but. Goal is a goal, you know. It's not count as a two goals. So, uh, you know, it's uh, it's really good we uh, get a win, but we can play like this in the third period, you know, and just let the teams go on us and uh, tie the game. You seem like helping them. Uh... Yeah, I know calls going like both ways, and uh, the game is uh, power play is really important right now, and you know, guys do a really good job, and I don't think anyone will judge uh, Babo for doing this because it was uh, pretty hard hit, and uh, you know, when guys step up for each other, it's popped up a team, and that's. Uh, I think that's why we start playing better after. Another power play goal from that same spot. Are you surprised you're getting that space over there? Yeah. Guys do a pretty good job. We work on it on practice, and I don't really, you know, try to fix, uh, focus on the same spot to try to get open or, you know, drag the guys away and create uh, more space for uh, my teammates. Do you like uh, having these road trips? Do you do the amount of road trips where you get to Saturday and kind of bond with guys you don't know and get to know everybody? Well, I think we know each other pretty well. It's like one month together already, and. Uh, I know it's good. It's a pretty long, long road trip. We have it in the start of the year, and uh, it's a good series too. So uh, it's good to start with a win. Well, yeah, I don't know if anybody would guess three and zero to start the season. What does this say about you guys with the injuries that you've had? I don't, I don't read this. You know, <laughs> you guys do your job, and you know, you do predictions. But we have too many years predictions before we're gonna win the Stanley Cup, and we don't win something. So we just try to focus on our game, you know, and go, you know, small steps forward. I mean, it's uh, usual, usual words, but I think that's how the team build, you know, everyone play for each other and play for a win in every game. And uh, I want to say one more thing. Uh, for me and my family, uh, this win was for Boris. It's a guy from Novosibirsk and uh, no people can know they will understand why. Okay. It's hard not to just sit there and be in awe of the shot, to be honest with you, but uh, he's so powerful. Um, and uh, the way he held off that player and was able to spin around and, and create that play, pretty impressive. I mean, uh, you know, all three of them, including the shootout one, uh, for that matter, was extremely impressive. Eight goals, six have come in the third period. What do you think is happening? Well, I think, uh, you know, obviously we've had leads, and uh, we talked about it between the second and third period. We want to get, um, you know, for I thought for a good chunk of the period, uh, the third period, we were doing the right things. We were getting to the offensive zone, and we were still staying aggressive. Uh, you know, that there was a couple, uh, there was a penalty, and, and then I think that they started to have a bit of a push after that. But uh, we were really fine. It was just a one breakdown, and next thing you know, we weren't executing. And, and you have to show poise, and you have to continue to make plays, and move your feet, and skate with pucks. You can't just slap it around; otherwise, it keeps coming back at you. And you know, we've got to make sure that we're not getting caught in this. Uh, this cycle, because when when the score is tied, or you know earlier in the game, you know when both teams are are, are pushing, I, I think that's when we play our best hockey. We got to make sure that we continue to do that for 60 minutes. Allen was really good in that penalty kill, and then of course finishes it off with the shootout. Yeah, he was awesome tonight. Uh, PK was uh, huge for us. That five on three, those are. Those are obviously critical moments, and grabbing that first goal, we knew it was going to be big tonight. Um, he, he's, he's, he really looks like he's in form right now. Between, uh, you know, I thought that he was good in Pittsburgh, and then his last two starts, he's been, he's been outstanding. So um, that's real good. He'll get a rest tomorrow. Uh, Hutz will go in there, and, um, and then he'll obviously have a chance to, to bounce back, get a little energy, and get ready for the next one. You're always concerned about how a team is going to come out, but is it even more so with a 1 o'clock start? 
Yeah, I think our guys, we, we, we tried to build it up. And uh, first game of a road trip is always big. Um, we, we wanted to get a, a win here. And and I think that uh, preparation-wise, we, we, we harped on the guys enough that, uh, you know, it, obviously it's a change in routine, but uh, it's a hockey game that you have to be prepared and, and, and ready and be a pro, and, and our guys did that. You lose all the bodies you did. Everybody says, whoa, Nelly, and then now you go win three games. What's to say about you guys? Well, we, we, we said it was very similar to what we saw last year, right? We, we've got a next-man-up attitude. We've got guys that want to step up and prove that they deserve the minutes and other guys that, that, that want to raise their game and make sure that they carry the group. Um, you know, I just want to make sure that as, as, as a staff and as a coaching staff here um, and, and for our leaders inside the locker room, we, you know, that's, we should be pleased. It's, it's good that we've had a good start to the season, but that can evaporate very quickly too. So we still have a tough road trip ahead of us here and a good win today, and we're going to have to regroup quickly for tomorrow. Sorry, what's that? Yeah, I'm, I, yeah it's, I'm, obviously it's a, it, it helps that the guys will be uh, able to grab a good dinner and in bed, but uh, still a lot of hockey for us. You know, this will be uh, three games in less than four days, so we're going to have to uh, find our energy quickly here, probably uh, look at uh, our lineup, see if we need to do anything uh, uh, to get some fresh legs in there, but uh, you know it's going to be a good challenge tomorrow. Obviously, uh, Rangers look like they started to find their game, and it'll be a good test. So the Blues are three and zero, but as I said earlier, and Coach Mike brought up, they've got to keep moving their feet. The Blues have the type of team, and most teams in NHL will tell you this: you stop moving your feet and you start standing around, you're not going to score on your own end because you're just standing around, and the other team's going to come down and score on your end. And also defensively, the Blues a little bit too much in these games where these teams are coming back. It's like they're not skating fully and they're reaching for pucks with their sticks. And they're not skating towards the puck. They're just kind of reaching for it and, you know, kind of just barely moving. It's a kind of game where you have to move constantly. You have to. I mean, even when you don't have the puck, yeah, you may stand in a place for a second and then start moving, but you've got to move. You know, you have to move on the defensive side. You have to move on the offensive side to create opportunities in the offensive side and to stop the other team's opportunities on the defensive side. The biggest thing that I've seen with the Blues uh, last year that hurt them before Coach Mike took over, and it was a little bit after Coach Mike, but not much, and this year is when they stop moving. They got to keep moving those legs, getting that puck out of their end, stopping the other team from getting chances, and I think they'll be fine. They've got a game coming up tomorrow against the Rangers. I believe that's at 6 p.m. Central. I might be mistaken. But I also think it's on the NHL Network. That should be a good game. They'll get to see Kevin Shattenkirk uh, play again, their former teammate. I know it's always a fun trip to get there and, and play against a team in the New York because the fans are just crazy. And then they'll have, of course, uh, the Florida Panthers on Thursday and then the Tampa Bay Lightning on Saturday on this road trip. Guys, it would be great if the Blues could go 3-1 and one on this road trip. I think it would be awesome. Three and one, four and zero oh would be good. At the least, you want to come out of it five hundred, but you'd feel really good coming out at three and one. So let's hope the Blues can at least do that. And I think it'd be a very successful road trip. You know, the young guys are playing well. They still got a lot to learn. Tage Thompson's, uh, I think, making strides. Looks better in each game he's played. He's made a couple mistakes, uh, like he did the other night that uh, ended up being a goal. But, guys, you, you got to give these guys a, a chance to learn. And uh, he's smart enough to where he's going to pick it up, and I think he's going to be an awesome, awesome center. If he gets the right guys around him, guys that don't just skate around and guys that move, 
uh, to become open, I think Tate Thompson's going to be a definite top player for the Blues for years to come. And then we've got Dunn. Dunn looks like a kid that's a lot, lot more mature than what you would think he would be. Uh, yeah, sometimes, you know, he kind of reaches for the puck too with the stick, but I think he's realizing this NHL game's a little bit quicker than the AHL game. The AHL game, you may have just a split second longer, and that split second makes a huge difference in what you do with the puck and what you can do with the puck. So I think these guys are learning, and I think they're going to be fine. Thanks again for joining us here on the Drop Podcast. As always, I've been your host, Lance Dascott. Hey, and stay tuned for the end here. I know some people have asked, you know, how can I watch you guys on Twitter? Uh, get all of our information. You can follow us on Twitter at, at Official The Drop. Uh, you know, you can email us. You can find our website at droppodcast.com. We're on Facebook. Uh, you can email them at info at lineupmedia.com. And I want to thank Lineup Media for getting this podcast out to you guys. Without them, this wouldn't be possible. If you love podcasts, and I know a lot of people do, go to lineatmedia.fm. I'm sure you're going to find another podcast that you like. There's a couple other blues podcasts. There's some baseball podcasts. I mean, there's all kind of podcasts on there for all different types of people. You know, go there, please, uh, because they do a great job. They're the fastest growing podcast company anywhere. So they're doing things right. They're helping grow their brand. Hey, they're helping grow my drop podcast. So you guys have a great day enjoy your night with no blues playing tonight they've already played in the morning and we'll see you back here for the next drop podcast after the blues versus the rangers until then stay safe and let's go blues this has been the drop podcast don't forget to visit our website www.droppodcast.com where you can subscribe to our show and download current and past episodes from itunes stitcher.com and google play you can follow the drop on twitter at official the drop For more information about lineupmedia.fm or The Drop Podcast, email us at info at lineupmediagroup.com, theofficialdrop at gmail.com, or lanced at droppodcast.com. Until next time, let's go blues. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.